Welcome to This Month in Digital Money, the monthly news digest on stablecoins and CBDC-related topics. Hello and welcome to This Month in Digital Money by the Digital Euro podcast, the podcast by the Digital Euro Association. We're a European think tank focusing on topics within the realms of digital money, such as CBDCs and stablecoins, specifically looking at the Digital Euro. My name is Sarah Palurovic, and I'm joined by my dear colleague and fellow executive director, Conrad Kraft, and our two great DIA associate team members, Neslian Özkan and Atakan Kavuklu. We will give you an overview of the most important pieces of news from the month of October 2022 in the stablecoin and CBDC space. The first newsworthy development this month was the Hong Kong Monetary Authority launching its retail CBDC with a threefold design. On October 21st, a completed prototype of the Orem Retail CBDC, also referred to as EHKD initiative, was unveiled. It included both a bank-intermediated CBDC token and a CBDC-backed stablecoin. The reason for trialing a stablecoin is because it digitally mirrors Hong Kong's cash system in which three commercial banks issue paper money notes backed by central bank reserves. The BIS Innovation Hub, with technical support from the Hong Kong Applied Science and Technology Research Institute, were involved with the launch and development. The CBDC follows an intermediated approach, meaning that the central bank operates the wholesale interbank ledger and commercial banks distribute the CBDC. The prototype source code of the Orem RCBDC is being made available to the central bank community only. Retail transactions will offer some level of anonymity. In intermediary transactions, users will have to complete Know Your Customer procedures to see the identity of users. Another development comes from Australia. The Australian Central Bank has provided some updates on its wholesale CBDC project. The Reserve Bank of Australia and the Digital Finance Cooperative Research Center published a white paper that explains in detail the objectives and approach of their e-Australian dollar central bank digital currency project. The Digital Finance Cooperative Research Center will develop and install the e-Australian dollar platform as a private permission Ethereum implementation based on Quorum. Moreover, the e-Australian dollar ledger will operate as a centralized platform under the governance and oversight of the RBA. Approved use case providers will then be able to access and interact with the e-Australian dollar platform via specified APIs and ERC-20 smart contract interface functions. These interface specifications, as well as a platform for testing, will be provided separately only to selected use case providers. The goal by the RBA is to explore innovative use cases and business models that could be supported by the issuance of a wholesale CBDC. The project will also be an opportunity to further understand some of the technological, legal and regulatory considerations associated with a CBDC. It is interesting to see a central bank using Ethereum for a wholesale CBDC implementation. We have seen central banks like the Central Bank of Norway using Ethereum for a retail CBDC implementation. However, this is one of the first implementations for a wholesale CBDC based on Ethereum. 
another news from this month that digital currency to become a legal tender in Macau. The Executive Council of Macau announced that the autonomous Chinese territory is seeking legal tender status for digital currency. As the council works to create a more comprehensive set of regulations to stop the money laundering and tax evasion in the world's largest gambling hub, Macau is getting closer to adopt a digital currency soon. The city's secretary for economy and finance recently announced that Macau is considering to build its own CBDC system based on China's experience in implementing the digital yuan. The draft law titled Legal Regime for the Establishment and Issuance of Currency states that the legal tender in Macau includes not only traditional types of banknotes but also digital currency, which will be given the same status. And anyone who refuses to accept the digital legal tender will be subject to penalty. The idea of the Macau government approving cashless gambling based on digital currencies has been around for a while, but the question whether the legislation would permit the use of digital currencies in casinos has not been answered yet. And now turning to regulation and as a follow-up to last month's news... This month, the Markets in Crypto Assets Regulation, or MICA, was passed by the European Council. This marks the first step towards creating a licensing system for cryptocurrency exchanges and assets in Europe. The MICA proposal was originally presented to the European Commission in September 2020, and whilst it has been approved by the European Council, the entire legal document still needs to be formally approved by the members of the European Parliament. The proposal said that issuers of asset reference tokens must have registered offices in the European Union to ensure the correct supervision and monitoring of offers to the public. The document notes that regardless of how issuers intend to design and calibrate stablecoins and cryptocurrencies, regulations will nonetheless apply. Notably, the regulators also indicate that crypto assets might benefit market players and individual investors significantly. It is expected that Mika will be enacted in 2024. Also this month, McDonald's and Lugano started to accept Bitcoin and USDT as a means of payment. A joint initiative between the Swiss city of Lugano and Tether announced a collaboration with the payment facilitator GoCrypto, in which residents of Lugano will now be able to pay for goods and services in Tether, Bitcoin and LVGA the city's official token. About a dozen merchants in Lugano, including McDonald's stores, several art galleries, and other commercial establishments started accepting those payments in the beginning of October 2022. The goal of the Plan B Foundation is that by the end of next year, around 2,500 businesses in the city will accept payments in Bitcoin, Tether, and LVGA. Now to the newest developments of China's retail CBDC project. The People's Bank of China will reportedly expand its ECMY trials to four further provinces, namely Guangdong, Jiangsu, Hebei, and Sichuan. A deputy governor reportedly remarked that the number of users, merchants, and transactions is steadily growing. From now on, users across 23 major Chinese cities can now pay for goods and services with the ECNY.
Secondly, China is reportedly exploring expiration dates on its ECMY retail CBDC, which could force holders to use their digital money up by a certain date. The idea of expiring money dates back to the 19th century. Silvio Gesell proposed a new kind of paper money that would have an expiration date in hopes of ending the depression in Argentina at that time. By forcing holders to make use of their money, the velocity of money can be increased and thus improve economic activity. Last but not least, China's ECMY project has reached the 100 billion yuan transaction mark during its pilot phase, which accumulates to around 40 billion US dollars. Multiple e-government service platforms have opened digital renminbi payment services, supporting online and offline channels to handle various public utility payments using digital renminbi to issue tax rebate funds, special funds for monthly medical insurance payments, funds for helping people in need, and new enterprise support funds. Going forward, the PBOC plans to launch cross-border payments availability between Hong Kong and mainland China, following the principle of anonymity for small amounts and traceability of large amounts to protect the user's personal data and to rule out any illicit money transactions. This again shows how China is leading the way in terms of retail CBDC. Another major headline on CBDCs in October is India's Central Bank outlines European CBDC plans. Early October, the Reserve Bank of India published a concept note on the CBDC, clearly outlining the futures and purpose of India's very own CBDC. The pilot launch of the European for limited use cases will soon begin by RBI. On the note, it says, EUP will provide an additional option to the currently available forms of money. It is substantially not different from banknotes, but being digital, it is likely to be easier, faster, and cheaper. The EUP has been classified in two forms, a wholesale for interbank settlements and a retail for the public use. According to RBI, a wholesale EUP can increase the efficiency and security of settlement processes, while a retail EUP would provide citizens with a more secure method of making digital payments. The primary motivators of introducing the EUP are to reduce the operational cost of managing cash, to improve cross-border payments and settlements, and to increase financial inclusion. In contrast to cryptos, which are private in nature, the EUP would be issued and controlled by the central bank itself. Transactions are still partially anonymous. Those involving larger sums may be required to be reported, whilst those involving less may be completely anonymous, exactly like cash transactions. Since the EUP aims to mimic the characteristics of cash, it will not accrue interest like bank deposits do, since the central bank is concerned about the effects of large-scale withdrawals on the banking system in India. According to the concept paper, the outcomes of the pilot project will be included into the final design. And now having a look at a live CBDC project, 
the Bank of Jamaica will collaborate with local government to expand the CBDC adoption. After an eight-month-long pilot program with Jamdex in 2021, this year the Bank of Jamaica began the widespread issue of the CBDC through wallet provider Link. As at the end of September 2022, Link had onboarded 115,000 subscribers and processed 146,000 transactions. Dr. Panson from the Bank of Jamaica stated that both the central bank and Link are working together to recruit corner shops and vendors to use the mobile wallet and, by extension, conduct transactions with Jamdex towards enhancing adoption. With a recent survey indicating that over 500,000 Jamaicans do not have a relationship with the local financial sector, Dr. Panton pointed out that the central bank's next strategy will be targeting government payments to social protection programs to achieve greater financial inclusion and adoption of the CBDC. She also noted that financial literacy and CBDC education efforts will be ramped up towards greater adoption and achieving financial inclusion goals of Jamdex. Following up on this, we have some developments for the European Central Bank Digital Currency Initiatives, one for the wholesale CBDC project and one for the retail CBDC project. Let's start with the wholesale CBDC initiative. According to ECB Executive Board Member Fabio Panetta, the ECB is looking at the potential of DLT in improving the efficiency of interbank settlements. After listing the many benefits of DLT, however, Panetta highlighted some drawbacks and made a case for a system that builds on the ECB's existing infrastructure for wholesale settlements, instead of building a new one based entirely on DLT. However, the ECB hasn't yet decided what technology infrastructure they will use for their CBDC implementation. And now to the latest update to the retail CBDC project of the European Central Bank. The ECB disclosed a status report on its retail CBDC work. It confirmed that a digital euro would incorporate individual user holding limits to slow the possible conversion of bank deposits into digital euro to ultimately avoid disintermediation risks. Digital euro would also bear interest, calibrated to make digital holdings above a certain threshold unattractive compared to other highly liquid low-risk assets such as bank deposits. Furthermore, offline payments will only be allowed for low-value low-risk and close-proximity transactions. In addition, Fabio Panetta also set out a plan for a digital euro scheme involving a set of rules, practices and standards with plans to start working on a rulebook. If you are interested in more CBDC developments across the globe, feel free to check out the CBDC tracker. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed it. Reach out to the Digital Euro Association via Twitter, LinkedIn, or our website to stay up to date with the latest news and discussions around CBDCs and stablecoins worldwide. Be sure to tune in next time and join us in the quest to shape the future of digital money.